Hello everyone. Good evening. Uh, welcome, welcome colleagues, friends, and uh, students, former students. Uh, my name is Taylan Ajar. Uh, I'm an assistant professor of sociology in the Department of Sociology at Boğaziçi University. Uh, I would like to welcome you to the second talk of the series uh, called Sociological Imaginations at Boğaziçi. Uh, well, this series is rightfully called Sociological Imaginations, uh, which aims to explore contemporary issues with scholars and intellectuals whose paths have crossed with the department over the years, either as students or lecturers and professors. And we rather uh, invited scholars who are not living and working in Turkey at the moment, which is uh, symbolic that uh, even though we are locked in our apartments, homes, uh, rooms for the entirety of the, not the entirety, but for the most of the time, we are able to reach the people who were part of uh, biology sociology at some point, but we are still able to listen to them and share uh, our lovely evenings with them. Today we assert uh, facilitating a dialogue between academia and the general public is uh, important more than ever as our contemporary personal experiences have become deeply interwoven with issues of wider society, rendering the promise of sociological imagination even more indispensable. So much so that we are leaving a year behind in which not only our private matters become closely connected with wider public issues, but the entire humanity almost uh, was put into the same test of disease and malaise discussed the very same topic and suffered uh, from the same issue in certain cases. In this spirit, um, as departments, we are hoping to create a medium here and a space that unites a forum of contemporary public debate with the department's reflections on the past and present of its intellectual depth and diversity, hence providing a fresh connection to its lineage. Uh, before I introduce our guest today, I would like to remind you that you can follow and listen to today's and previous talks of Sociological Imagination at Boazici on Spotify by looking for the Sociological Imagination at Spotify. And today, uh, I'm very honored uh, to introduce a very distinguished, distinguished guest and a speaker and I believe she will be greatly contributing to the forum I just described. Uh, Nora Sheni is currently a professor of geopolitics at uh, University Paris 8. Uh, after graduating from Notre Dame de Sion and studying economics in France, she completed her PhD in political economy at Grenoble University. She is entitled as director of research in modern history and urban studies. Her fields of uh, her research interests include Turkey and geopolitical issues, 19th century Ottoman history, urban history, cultural history, and ways of life. She was the director of the French Institute of Anatolian Studies, IFEA, 
in Istanbul from 2008 to 2012. And she's the founder of the website uh, Observatoire de la Turquie Contemporaine, uh, which is, has a website observatoireturkey.fr. Uh, professor Sheni taught at Boğaziçi University Sociology Department as an invited professor in 2003. Uh, writings of Professor Sheni covers a variety of issues connecting past and present, Europe and Turkey, as well as Istanbul. Uh, some of uh, the important works that she wrote include Dünya Ekonomisinde Hegemonik Senayi ve Ereğli Demirçelik, Marie ve Marie Konstantiniyede Bir Mevsim, with Sophie Le uh, Lutarnek, uh, Kamondolar, Birhanedanın Çöküşü, which was published in both in French and Turkish, which is a history of an influential Kamondo family uh, who acted as a connection between the Ottoman court and the European finance capital. Orientalism ve Hayırseverliğin İttifakı, L'Invasion du Duvard d'Angerance, Le, voy Le Voyage d'Adolphe Crémieux en Egypte, in mention of the duty of intervention as its uh, English translation, Istanbul'da Özel Kültür Politikası ve Kentsel Alan, published by Bilgi, Bilgi Üniversitesi Yayınları. As a documentary film director, Nora Şeni directed two uh, movies, Ele Dimanche, Ya Pazarları, and Si Je İstanbul, Seni Unutursam İstanbul. Her recent, art, her recent articles in English include a breakdown of memorial processes in Turkey, polarization in a culturally uh, changing society, and lastly, survival of the Jewish community of Turkey. Uh, today, uh, the title of her talk uh, is very enthusing. I'm not going to read the entire abstract to you, but I will just introduce the talk to you as uh, restating her main argument that Turkey did not feel concerned by the major questions and existential doubts about civilization that the discovery of death camps has addressed, has addressed to Western civilization. Turkish intellectuals, artists, and scholars remain foreign, indifferent, as much to the dread and dismay as to the doubts and debates aroused in Europe at the end of the Second World War. From this point of view, Turkey and its elites remained outside what became European identity, European culture, European sensibility. Today, she will discuss the mechanisms and consequences of this externality of the Turkish educational, intellectual, artistic and media world on the political evolution in these last decades. It's my honor and privilege to introduce Professor Sheni uh, for her talk at our sociological imaginations at Boğaziçi today. Please, Professor Shen, we're listening to you. Thank you very much for, uh, for this occasion um, to um, re re rebuild the relationship with I have with uh, this subject and also with you, uh, Boazici University. The topics that I will uh, present you today, um, uh, I used to um, address to this question when I was in Istanbul um, by uh, organizing a serial of conference with Osman Kavala and uh, Anadolu Culture and the, uh, uh, my university uh, in, in Paris by inviting uh, historians 
French historians that were very uh, um, important to um, establish the uh, memories and history of the resistance uh, of the, the resist resistance to the uh, uh, state uh, narrative after Second World War. Um, this question by Zafer asked me to speak in English, and uh, I'm a little bit lost when I don't uh, read uh, what I have uh, written before. So excuse me for my hesitations in my uh, presentation. So thank you for being there and thank you for this uh, occasion. Um, I will begin by uh, correcting my title, Absence of Memory Politics in Turkey, because you know there, there is two kinds of memory policies. The glorious memories, public policies produced by state organs, like the official narrative about national history the national novel, as historian says. And there is certainly no lack of memory politics in Turkey in that sense. The other kind of politics, the politics of remembrance are produced by particular sections of society like minorities, specific classes, etc. They produce other different narratives with other heroes and lieu de mémoire, places of memory as Pierre Nora defined it. I will speak about the second kind of memory policies. I call memory policy actions and narratives that emerge through a process which is the memories, the souvenir of mass violence, atrocity, massacres, genocide, which are first spoken by victims in private, in family circles, like whispers. The violence experience are literally unspeakable. Victim survivors are not always willing to go through the narration once again. Tortures have been so unhuman that, that they might not be certain that their audience will believe them. This is the first stage. The second stage is when individual memories become collective memories, when what happened, the facts circulate within the group of community and their status as facts that really happened is confirmed and claimed. When they become part of collective memory, this knowledge demand to be recognized, uh, this demand to recognition of responsibilities and reparations. The third stage would be when, when politics sphere, states official acknowledge these facts and produce a remembrance policy. The, the claimed purpose of this policy is to prevent the repetition of this kind of mass violence and of course, uh, social cohesion. The method consists in introducing the history of the atrocities in the curricula of education system within the official history textbooks. It consists in creating dates and places for commemoration like museum, exhibitions, restoration, of cultural heritage. But states often instrumentalize and manipulate actions and discourse of remembrance for their present agenda. That would be the example of Turkish policy of remembrance that I will be speaking of, and which is mainly structured by the will to prevent recognition of Armenian genocide. 
presenting memory politics like this with a succession of stages shouldn't give the impression that the transitions from one stage to another is natural, automatic, and that it happens even if no one does something. On the contrary, the evolution of collective memories are the consequence of long-term struggles, pressures. Here, the role of the historian, the researcher, the scholar is crucial. It is not the mere passage of time that has made the account of the victims audible. Historic, historical research, like the work of Tanerak Cham about Armenian genocide, has given these narratives an intangible coefficient of truth. The book of Christopher Browning, Ordinary Men, Reserve, Poli Reserve Police Battalion 101, and the final solution in Poland. This has been very important about the modus operandi of the genocide. In the case of the participation of French states to the Shoah, the role of Robert Paxton's book, Vichy France and the Jews, opened a new era in historical writing. The activities of Nazi hunters, such as Klarsfeld, Simon Wiesenstahl, the major trials that they made possible, that of Nazi officials like Klaus Barbie, Eichmann, the so-called Frankfurt Auschwitz trial in 1963-65. All this kept up the pressure in Europe and succeeded in, for, and in informing and raising awareness among people right through the, to those sections of society that were reluctant to accept the historical truth and indifferent to the desire for justice. Let me add that the process took decades after the war ended and still goes on. The last two decades witnessed a kind of standardization of memorial gestures and politics, uh, first in Europe and then worldwide. States asking for pardon for their responsibility in the deportation and destruction of their Jews during World War II became one of these items, standardized item. The famous speech of Jacques Chirac in 1995, recognizing 53 years later, the responsibility not only of French state, but also of the French population for the deportation of Jews, adults and children, particularly during the Velodrome d'Hiver roundup in 1942. In 1991, Austria voted a law enabling the founding, the foundation of an Austria, Aust Austrian Holocaust Memorial Service, an independent organization whose aim is to stress that Austria is facing up to its past, that it recognizes its responsibilities regarding Nazi crimes, and that it, committed, it is committed to the saying, never again, as Chancellor Franz Branitsky expressed it in Jerusalem in 1993. Norway asked the Jews for pardon in 2012, Bulgaria in 2013, Belgium in 2002, and again in 2005. The standardization created also its own institutions like International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance that I will be speaking of. As you already understood, I will take as a pattern for my talk 
the aftermath of Second World War in Europe, the spirit and sensitivity that have been dominant and influenced greatly the universe of thought, and art. I will claim that Europe reconstruction after Second World War has been structured by the lesson taught by Shoah and the war. The lesson is to maintain and worship peace above all. Never again is the proper expression, the slogan for this determination. And it is because democracy is considered the best defender of peace that democracy is important and has been secularized by Europe after Second World War. Peace first. Now I want to address a specific aspect of politics of memory in Turkey. I was speaking about the instrumentalization of the memories. Now I will speak about the instrumentalization of Jewish memory. I will begin by a few words about the role played by Turkey during the Second World War in, connecting, in connection to the Jews. This is not my subject. No? It's, I mean, uh, uh, I will speak about the memory and what uh, the, the memorial pro, um, policies. But it is the books of Rifat Bali, of Kori Guchtat, of Izet Behar, the research of Aisha Hur, who are still struggling to make themselves heard. They contest and contradict the plethora of state-supported productions, constructing a narrative that elaborates the image of a Turkey that came to the rescue of Europe European Judaism twice. First in 1492, by welcoming the Jews expelled from Spain and Portugal, and second during the Second World War. Is it clear my pronunciation, etc.? Okay. It's all great. This is, of course, an image that main, mainly aims to prevent international accusation for the Armenian genocide. We know that. This trend started as early as uh, 1980. The launch, the launch in 1992 of the Quincentennial Foundation brought together high-ranking officials and internationally known Turkish and Jewish economic elites to celebrate, among other things, through conferences in the US and in Turkey, the 500th anniversary of the Ottoman Empire well, uh, empire's welcoming of the Jews expelled from the Iberic Peninsula. The foundation purposes was, and I quote, the remi uh, to remind the whole world by all available means of the high human qualities of the Turkish people as nation and state, end of quote. In 2001, the foundation opened a Jewish museum in Turkey, in Istanbul, which presents a history of Jews in Turkish lands purged of its unpleasant episodes. Concerning the chronology, the chronology of Holocaust remembrance activity carried out by Turkish Jews, uh, supported by Turkish state, one has uh, to first keep in mind that this community did not necessarily associate it itself till then uh, with the rituals of European remembrance uh, any earlier than 1980. They did not identify with uh, these, uh, it's, it was not their problem. 
And secondly, that these rituals only became public during the decade from 2010, after Turkey became an observer uh, of the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance I was talking of, ERA. ERA was known first as uh, the Task Force for International Cooperation on Holocaust, Education, Remembrance and Research. Uh, it is an intergovernmental organization founded in 1998, which unites governments and uh, experts to, and I quote, strengthen, advance and promote Holocaust education, sorry, uh, to re research remembrance worldwide, and to up uphold the commitments of the declaration of the Stockholm International Forum on the Holocaust. It has 34 member countries, all European countries, plus US, uh, plus Canada, Israel, Australia, and Argentina, and seven observer countries. One of the, these observer countries was, was Turkey from 2008 to 2019, where it became an, uh, a plain member. Being a member of this organization required conditions to fill up, like education against racism and antisemitism, establishing commemoration events, restoration of cultural heritage. To be recognized as a full member is a kind of shield that Turkey hopes to oppose to accusations of genocide. Turkey was accepted full member in, in 2019 its initiative towards the Jewish community has to be analyzed in the light of this process of membership it had to go through from 2008 to 2019. One of the compulsory stages of becoming full member was to establish a Holocaust Memorial Day on January 27 or another day chosen by the applicant country. The first commemoration on Holocaust International Remembrance Days was uh, thus organized by the Jewish community in Istanbul at the Neve Shalom Synagogue in 2010. Every year, Turkish officials, members of civil society, scholars and journalists are invited to participate, in, to, to, participate to this ceremony. In 2014, the Jewish community took another step and organized the ceremony outside the Jewish site, a more visible place, which was the Kadir Has University. This opening up of the Jew Jewish community of Turkey, which usually prefers not to be noticed, not to attract attention, has developed in perfect synchrony with the efforts of Turkish government working towards fulfilling the IRA's membership requirements. It was also in early 2010 that the general public became aware of the tragedies of the boats transporting Jewish refugees during the Second World War, fleeing Bulgaria or Romania and heading to Palestine and that sank near Istanbul's shores in the Marmara or Black Sea. The Salvador coming from Bulgaria sank in 1940 uh, and the Shruma coming from Romania sank in 1941. The commemoration of the wreck of the Shruma was first launch, launched in 1912. The initiative was taken by uh, 
Turkish owned affair, uh, businessman, Turkish Jewish uh, businessman. Although there were no Turkish official at, of any rate rank participating in the ceremony, the event was widely covered by the media and was successful in raising public awareness of the tragedy. Three years later, on February 2015, the Struma commemoration was organized as an official state ceremony for the first time with the participation of the Minister of Culture and Tourism and the Chief Rabbi of Turkey, Isaac Haleva. The ceremony took place exactly two months before the centennial commemorations of the Armenian genocide in Istanbul on 24th of April. For the 70th anniversary of the liberation of the Auschwitz-Birkenau camp, the, 20, the 2015 celebration took place in Ankara at Bilkens University. Ankara was chosen by the government to highlight the official aspect of the ceremony. The Speaker of Parliament, Cemil Cicek, attended the ceremony, but he took no opportunity to lecture Turkish Jews. He took this opportunity to lecture Turkish Jews about Israel and Palestine, about Palestinian rights, Jerusalem, Al-Aqsa, the Gaza attacks, and Mavi Marmara. He shot the micro while doing this and pre prevent it from uh, broadcasting. It was only directed to the uh, audi uh, audi uh, people who are listening uh, in, this, in this uh, place. This gives a picture of the nature of most official Turkish initiatives in relation to the Holocaust. Every move seems addressed mainly, if not solely, at an international audience in general and to the IRA in particular. Now coming back to my introduction, well, I was saying that Turkey did not participate to the Second World War. In fact, this we all know. But what uh, is less known is the kind of gap this fact created between European and Turkish political mind, intellectual and artistic world. Being part of these two worlds, the gap, the, the, the, the importance of the gap uh, struck me and uh, some, somehow the uh, motivation for this kind of uh, research and, and work debate. The war um, and the Holocaust had determined consequences on the European populations in terms of public affairs, legislation, judiciary, political administrative and administrative institutions, which were all shaped by the overriding priority, the peace, maintaining peace. The Second World War also determined individual and collective mentalities, consciousness, political and social behaviors, uh, ways of thinking. After the war, institutions and minds became well-trained to detect, and this is very important, even to detect before, before even they appeared, signs of totalitarianism or assaults against the rule of law or individual rights. Turkey lacked, lacked this kind of impulse or this kind of reflexes. Eyes and ears in this country 
were not trained, seem not to be trained to immediately detect these signs of anything threatening the principle of equality, human rights, freedom of expression, in short, the founding principle of a, for, uh, a formal democracy. When these signs are given by the state, by, by the government, by, uh, yes, uh, kind of uh, overconfidence it's um, democracy or Turkish identity or Turkish uh, uh, society's identity force, I don't know what, to say this is not possible, this is, will not be what will happen, so let it be. Um, eyes, yes, besides that, eyes and ears in this country were not trained to immediately detect the signs of anything threatening the principle of equality, human rights, freedom. While post-war post Europe was obsessed with producing peacemaking institution and leg legislation, Turkish state remained obsessed with producing religiously, ethnically homogeneous society. Maybe I will have time to speak about this last point uh, uh, afterward. Another difference with European thought comes from the fact that Turkey remained untouched by the big question of the post-war era. How was this all possible? How did European culture and civilization gave way to such a barbaric period? This question underlies all of European post-war literature, philosophy, artistic creation, social science, etc. We know Adorno's remark, to write poetry after Auschwitz is barbaric. If you don't take it it's, uh, uh, literally, is how do you how do you believe again in humanity? How do you believe again in humanity to make research again, to make theater, to, to, to write novels? How is it possible? This was the, the, uh, the expression uh, of the bewilderment of uh, um, Adorno. All these doubts and introspective thinking, guilt and guilt avoiding strategies all of these debates produced specific dynamics and founded European conscious and unconscious identity. Post-war Turkish intellectual and artistic circles were not challenged by these questions. In Turkey, the horrors of the Second World War are known as a title of a chapter, a kind of slogan, a catchphrase which need not to be questioned. As if, as if historical truth and responsibilities of various states have been established once and for all in Europe. The long process that European countries have engaged into transforming the individual memories, uh, Holocaust survivor memories, testimonies, into a collective memory and then public memorial policies. And the actors, the identity of the actors and the struggles they have contributed to this uh, process are not object of knowledge in Turkey and not object of intellectual curiosity as well. What was not an object of intellectual scholarly curiosity also is Turkey is in Turkey is the rise of the Nazi regime in Germany that allowed monstrosity right from the beginning. How Germany's other political parties managed not to see, not to prevent the establishment of the Nazi regime. It was barbaric right from the beginning 
how the pacifism in, of countries like France, Great Britain, who insisted till the last moment to cajole Hitler, uh, believing that if not contradict, he will not declare war and invade Europe. How step by step, a totalitarian, totalitarian widely racist political party nibbled first German, then European democracies. How do I come to the conclusion about this relatively poor historical knowledge in Turkey about Second World War and about the destruction of European Jewry? I come to the I came to this conclusion by noticing that the main historical books on this field are still not translated in Turkish, that no university has, to my knowledge, and please correct me if I'm wrong, given any, given any significant place to the study of mass killings in general and to the Shoah in particular. Preventing the teaching of, uh, about Armenian massacres is, of course, the main reason for this, but not only, the, but the, not the only one. And no artist, painter, filmmaker, singer, composer, novelist, essayist, ever give reference to the horror of the Shoah. It never became an object of debate. It is simply not in our world. It is as if it happened. Uh, is it as if what happened in Auschwitz did not threaten the civilization? in which Turkey also belongs, Europe and humanity. There is an exception among writer, writers, Asla Erdogan. She evokes Auschwitz in her last book. Why am I focusing to that subject? Because I'm, as, I'm asking myself this non-scholarly question, what would be the situation of Turkey today if liberal intellectual that have been influential for a while in this country had a better knowledge, were more familiar with the political history of uh, pre-Second World War, would they be able to detect in time the early signs of authoritarianism? Would they ask to the emerging AKP, not about religion and laicity, but about that, but about what it keeps and what it rejects of the legacy of Milli Gerush movement in which it had its roots. For this movement, antisemitism one was one of the flag they were proud to exhibit. How to trust the propension to a democracy of, to democracy of people coming from an openly racist political movement if they, did not, if they do not reject this uh, um, this ideology. This is a question that was never addressed to the young AKP. Would they, and I will say, would we be able to oppose efficiently at a period when opposition could still be vocal during the times when a proper information network and media still exist in Turkey, existed in Turkey? when journalists, scholars, politicians were not put in jail. Today, to give reference to pre-Second World War period in order to explain Turkish political situation became maybe more usual, but it is rather too late for this knowledge to change anything in our country. Thank you for your attention.
this is these are the the main topics of course this is presented as a quasi schematic uh, way but i will be happy to answer your questions and uh, have your comments thank you professor sheni um, it was deeply influential and interesting to listen to this talk and i guess i will open the floor to questions and uh, comments that our participants might have i will allow questions in turkish for those who are a bit uh, shy to speak in english okay esarjan buyurun <clears throat> Thank you very much for this um, really spurring uh, talk, um, uh, Professor uh, Nora Sheni. Just, I, I will not talk theoretical things um, as much as I study memory, but from a more cognitive perspective. But I will talk from my um, experiences um, as uh, <clears throat> having been raised in Germany in a time where there was an excessive... Um, period of uh, covering the Holocaust in, in all kinds of classes. So it would start around sixth, uh, seventh grade, and we would have it in, um, in history classes, in literature classes, in um, politics classes. Uh, so it was like very invasive and, and it had a strong influence on me. Then in, uh, when I was 15 years old, um, we came back to Turkey. So I was like completely raised in Germany. We, came, we come to Turkey. I continue at the German high school. And even though it was, it was the German high school, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> This is 1983. I was shocked to see how much my peers, I was in the, uh, I was together with the Turkish students, not the ones who came back from Germany or the German uh, students. I was in a class with Turkish students. I was shocked to see how much all of that was absolutely non-existent in the average Turkish mind. Um, and there was even a student who made a joke supposedly to one of the German professors he was upset about. And he would like, well, he came with a, with a Hitler um, mask. And I, I, was, I was shocked when I saw this, uh, the, the teacher entered the room and he turned completely pale and the students couldn't understand what happened. They couldn't understand why that all happened. So this void that you talk about is, is something that, that I extremely experienced, this complete lack of knowledge uh, of what had happened. Uh, among the well-educated, these were all students with uh, upper middle class uh, families all with mostly university degrees and um, academics even. So thank you, just uh, sharing of an experience uh, I had and still have. I, I, I'm very grateful to you to, uh, for your uh, uh, comments because I was very much afraid of your of all of your uh, uh, reactions. It's, it's some kind of violent to, to say to, to people, "We are, you are the, the intellectuals. You are the so." Uh, of course, I'm including myself uh, inside, but. Um, uh, I was afraid of. Uh, I know that there are you, you, you for example, for for uh, example, uh, 
you have been struggling uh, against uh, with the um, insular uh, uh, things. Um, that um, I didn't know how uh, this would be um, received, uh, if it's violent or not, if it's acceptable or not, to say we in Turkey are very far away from the uh, European spirit that we want to be part of. The Turkey, the, the intellectuals are part uh, uh, are favorable to the uh, addition to the uh, integration of Turkey to the EU, for example. But what is the EU? EU is not uh, only the um, the project uh, uh, of uh, economic project uh, of coal and. Uh, um, uh, steel, uh, economic and, and only an economic project. It is mainly and before everything else, uh, a project that is uh, built uh, uh, over the, the the knowledge of what can happen when you let uh, some kind of uh, totalitarian uh, folly, uh, uh, craziness. To to to uh, to exert uh, to to live its life. Uh, so thank you. There is someone here. I can't give you the typhoon. Sen bakıyorsun. Evet, ben bakıyorum hocam. Birisi istiyor burada. Seni görmüyorum. Ben ben istiyorum başka söz alan yoksa. Buyurun hocam. Okay. Thank you Nora. It's very nice to see you. Hi Birai Gürtelşat. Hi. So nice to have you and thank you for the talk. And um, I I it made me think a lot of things. But uh, and of course it would I would be you know it's uh, to why would you ever think that your your talk would be uh, received otherwise? I think it provokes uh, discussion and conversation, so it's all very welcome. Uh, and I, it made me think that, uh, you know, sort of not only sort of uh, there is not enough study or complete lack of study or interest in uh, the, uh, in, in, in, in the genocide in that took place in Europe in the Second World War. But now I sort of looking back, I'm thinking that uh, the, what the, you, the, the word you used, gap, is significant because Second World War and that experience of that view for Europe, which was formative, really uh, is not take, is experienced very differently or is not taken seriously. Now I thought, you know, something to look, in, look into as actually, sort of how the Second World War, how it was experienced in Turkey, what and so on and so forth. So that's one thing. But another point that I would like to sort of put on the table, I think is, uh, I sort of remember it was the early 2000s and Matam and Aisha and and all of us were sort of in different ways talking about sort of uh, the memory work and you know there was this mem what we called it in my remember with Mertem the memorial turn in, in, in, in Turkey and sort of there was there was a memory work going on which was abruptly interrupted actually but it's important I think also to recognize that uh, that 
It was about find Armenian uh, no, genocide. No, no, no. That, that also, you know, that there was, there was, the Armenian conference was being held. It was not being held. There was big uproar, but all that had triggered the discussion. So late 1990s and early 2000s actually was sort of a lot of conferences, including in Turkey, Sabancı uh, University, Culture Studies was a sort of department that all of these studies were looking. So there was um, a burgeoning oh. of studies. And then ab abruptly they come to an end. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this to sort of, um, counter the argument you're trying to make, but I think it just, it would add to the discussion to recognize this and, you know, the ways in which it's abrupted and sort of uh, halted and th those processes so that we understand the contemporary, if you will, uh, new moment for forgetting better. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. And it was what not, I, I couldn't make uh, I wanted to focus to, to this, uh, and I didn't, uh, there's no detail, there no distance uh, that I made with this, with this topic, if you want. But uh, of course, I'm aware that, uh, for example, about uh, the, what happened uh, in, uh, in the, the Kurdish regions, uh, the massacres, uh, etc. I, the, I um, directed the PhD of... Uh, Özgür Sevgi Geral about the uh, uh, forced uh, uh, disappearance, dis disappearance and forced immigration, which uh, uh, take a, um, a recall of uh, all the disappearance, all the the, what, the, the massacres that have been uh, that this region have been through uh, on the 1990s, uh, of, for example. But uh, of course, there is a lot of work that having uh, been done. Uh, about memorial uh, issues. Uh, this is something, but the, the, what I'm talking about is the European, the, the Europe shaped by the uh, Shoah and the Second World War is not our knowledge, it's not part of our knowledge, is not part of our world, is not part of our sensitivity. So when, for example, I was, uh, in, let's say in 2010, uh, horrified by uh, uh, something said by Erdogan or uh, some new steps taken uh, by the, the, the ruling of the government, etc. Uh, and I, I shared this with my very best friends. And they said, you are uh, um, uh, traumatized by Second World War. Of course, you're Jewish. Uh, you're traumatized, this is Turkey, these kind of things won't happen. And it all happened. I'm, I'm traumatized, yes, but what the situation of today is, and that we just were uh, mm -hmm. incapable of doing something. The, the something uh, uh, when, when we became to become to, when, uh, to react, it was too late. Sevgiler, tekrar görüşmek üzere. Tekrar görüşmek üzere. Bir sonraki toplantımız Şubat ayında olacak. Okay. Martin Stokes'u ağırlayacağız. Haber verirsiniz, dinleyeceğim. Ocak ayında, Tayland. 
Ben niye February diye not almışım? Affedersin. Ocak ayında. Martin Stokes. Aramızda olacak. Daha fazla uzatmayayım. Sevgiler, saygılar. Sevgiler size de. Keep safe. Stay safe. Hadi. Hoşçakalın.